not only did it not age well, but it wasn't well when it started. So it was just somebody should have thrown this idea out completely, 100%. It's so bad. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In Hindsight. We're your hosts, Andrea, Brittany, and Jasmine. We review movies and TV shows from our childhood to see if they still hold up, because sometimes things aren't quite the way you remember them. In this week's episode, we're discussing the Even Stevens movie. It aired on June 13th, 2003. If you're not familiar with Even Stevens, I don't even know how you found this podcast, but the movie is about the Stevens going on a disastrous topical holiday that ends up being a reality show. Very indicative of the times. Before we get started, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at in underscore hindsight underscore pod and on Twitter at in underscore hindsight pod. Please feel free to subscribe, share with friends, and leave a review. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are published. If you want us to dissect one of your favorite childhood films, let us know on our socials or email us at inhindsightpod at gmail.com. Okay, but before we get into the pop culture segment, I'd like to introduce our guest, Delisa, one of my bestest friends ever from college. Yay! Awesome. Hello. Thank you so much for that warm introduction, Andrea. I'm so excited to be here. As she said, we've known each other since college, and now I'm on the show. Like, I'm yay! Excited. <laughs> and excited to be here with you, ladies, as well, Brittany and Jasmine. Thank you for having me. Yay! Welcome. Glad to have you. Thanks. All right, Jasmine. Well, <laughs> this is probably going to be the longest that I speak this episode, so let me just get it out now. So, first of all, this movie was the series finale for Even Stevens. And it was the most watched program on cable television that day with 5.1 million viewers. So there's that. Go off. All right. Me too. We did. Looking back, I don't know what I was watching, girl, but anyway, here we go. So getting to the cast. So the director here, Sean uh, McNamara, he did a Secret World of Alex Mack. Punks, which I'm excited about for us to get to. Casper Meets Wendy, the Even Steven series, and That's So Raven. And then the writers as well worked on uh, Even Steven's That's So Raven, Corey in the House, which I forgot was the actual show, and then Full House. And we see we had a, someone from there. Uh, and the music is by the same person who did Halloween Town, and I could tell. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so I, yeah, he is, yeah, he's got a brand. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, we talked about him and Hound It, so go back and listen to that if you want to hear more about that. Uh, Christy Carlson Romano, we talked about her and Cadet Kelly, and I'll probably link a couple of her little interview cooking show things, because she's had a couple folks from Eva Stevens on there to react and wonder what they were doing back in the day. Um, Donna Pascal plays the mom, Eileen, who I didn't realize she was a senator. Obviously, it's been like 20 years since I've watched this show, but we'll get into that later but she was on the love boat saturday night fever general hospital the flash and she randomly appeared on the series finale for the sopranos so i don't know why just that one episode but okay i go off tom virtue we have seen him randomly in brink under wraps horse sense miracle lane 2 just popping up in weird cameos 
Uh, but he was a member of Second City, you know, the improv group in Chicago. He was an Iron Man 3, The Secret Life of the American Teenager, and he voiced Ginger's daddy and is told by Ginger, which I did not realize that either. So he is has been around. Okay. Nick Spano plays Donnie, the older brother. He was in Young and the Restless. A couple episodes of Moesha. I don't know what he was doing there, but he was in there. Uh, <laughs> Beans. Now, Andrea thought that Spencer Breslin was Beans uh, a couple wait, episodes ago. But when that the movie was started, <laughs> I was like, oh, is that Spencer Breslin? And I was like, wait, no, no. That, no. <laughs> see? See? But that's because no. you thought he was Beans, and then I got confused. But they were in Cat in the Hat together. So, Andrea, don't look at that because it might, you know, blow your mind there, girl. But his name is Stephen Anthony Lawrence. Okay. He was in Chief Brother Dozen, Kicking and Screaming, like I said, Cat in the Hat. There's a lot of people. So, I'm going to just run through here. Uh, Tim Meadows. I don't know how you got here, sir, uh, especially after you read the script. It's me, but girl. He, yeah. Yes. I did not leave the South Side for this. The amount of times I've actually said that in my normal day-to-day life. Thank you so much, sir. Um, but he was on SNL, like you said, Mean Girls and Mean Girls 2, which was unnecessary. Uh, the Cookout, Bob's Burgers. And he he played a cannibal on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and just one of my favorite characters in the whole show, even though he was on, only on a few episodes. Um, Alan Twitty or AJ Troth, we talked about him in You Wish. So you go back and listen to that episode. But what we didn't mention, I didn't know. Do y'all remember the American Dragon show? With Jake Long? Yeah. American Dragon. Yeah. yeah, that was a good show. It was. But apparently he sang the theme song in season one. Oh. Him and his that. brothers had a little band. But season two, they said, no, girl, we're bringing in the big dogs. And they asked Jonas Brothers to do okay. it. That's and what I remember. <laughs> and you could tell. It's, yeah. Um. <laughs> Margot Harshman plays Tawny. She was on The Big Bang Theory, NCIS. Uh, Fred Myers, who played Tom, was on SL Raven, uh, Raise Your Voice with Hilary Duff in Seventh Heaven. Dave Coulier, we know him from Full House Girl. I don't really have too much there. Um, Keon Young, who played Chief Tuka, which the whole island native. I already know Andrew is going to lead us in discussion, but he he has a long rap sheet, y'all. Like, so many credits, okay? His IMDb is several pages long, but just a few things. He was an American Dragon. He did True Blood, Samurai Jack, Avatar the Last Airbender. So he he's Men in Black 3. He's on it. Uh, Lauren Frost, who played Ruby, she's from Downers Grove, Illinois. So, okay, you're adjacent. And she was the young Barbara Streisand in the Timeless Concert Tours. I don't know. Um, I'm just gonna shout out the Wait, black people who's Ruby? real quick. The her Ren's friend. Oh, the redheaded one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I can then, see that her being the Barbara Streisand because that's what I was thinking when she was singing. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Uh, and they had a long little alma mater song. But anyway, Kenya Williams played Monique, her other friend, and which I didn't remember that accent that kept throwing me off. But anyway, she was on Moesha the Parker's Touched by an Angel. The coach here, uh, who Coach Tugnut, who I don't remember him being like that, but he was uh, a bit strange. Um, he was also on SNL. Jay Leno, he was a writer for Arsenio Hall show. Bad TV. I said, not Arsenio Hall. Uh, but he also wrote the songs in the influenza episode. You know, when they went to the moon really? in 1969. Yes, yeah. Wow, that's random. He he wrote the songs. And he was a singing voice for SpongeBob. 
if y'all remember the movie when he he sang the Goofy Goober Rock song. Oh, Goofy Goober! Yeah, exactly. Such as (laughs) that was him. Yes, that was him. So you know, shout out Jim Wise, Ty Hodges. We the last time we saw him, he was causing a controversy. Okay, in the southeast by kissing Francis Bacon and don't look under the bed. But here he just was on screen for a few moments that really wasn't necessary, but they had to bring him back. Um, and then Josh Keaton is probably the last, well, two more strongback leads. The man who played Lalo, I, he wasn't anything else. I just want to say shout out to you, Walker Howard. Josh Keaton played Mutai. He was in a lot of, he would play, he's, he uh, voiced younger Hercules in the movie when he was like adolescent. I said, okay. He's the voice of Spider-Man on CW, several video games. He's on Arcane. What? He was the voice of Spyro the Dragon, if y'all remember that, from like middle school. And uh, he, he won a Young Artist Award, I think for this movie. Well, best best young adult performer in a teenage role. And I said, but how? So I, I gotta go back and do some digging because that can't be right. The internet what, has to be wrong on that. What is yeah. the committee? Who are these people? <laughs> they, what I, several of these yes. stars won this award? They must be the only things up for nomination. I don't know. I'm confused. Okay. So there's that. And he was in a boy band. Do y'all recall a group called No Authority? Okay, because they were signed to Michael Jackson's label. Okay, and their debut album was written and produced by Dark Child. What? We, we, just, we just talked about Dark Child on a Cheetah Girls episode. So, again, the DCOM universe is very strange. Okay, I don't know. But, I'm a, you know, I'm going to link some in the show notes so y'all can remember. Okay, last thing. The principal, George Anthony Bell, he was in Sister, Sister. Even Stevenson series and Gilmore Girls. He was one of the professors at Yale. And Rory, before Wait, Rory became a raggedy person. I don't remember who this character is. I guess the, I need to look them up. What the is, principal. Yeah, I know. That just, it's like nothing is coming up. But you said Gilmore <laughs> Girls. So now I need yeah. to know what teacher at Yale. I it wasn't that many. He was the only one I remember, honestly. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I forgot what she was doing. Um, and then Gary Laura Grape play somebody named Nelson. I don't know, but he was on the Cosby Show, Fresh Prince, Family Matters. He was the voice of Squid on Rocket Power. He was on Jimmy Neutron, the Fairly Odd Parents. He played AJ, you know, the, one of the only black kids in the show. So shout out to you, sir. And that's all I've got today. There was a lot going on in this movie, but uh, I'll pass it back to you, Andrea, for the riveting script and dialogue that we're going to get into. Yeah, there was a lot going on, but not a whole lot to talk about. So that that says a lot about the movie. So we open with Ren graduating from eighth grade, which blew my mind because nobody <laughs> looked like they were in eighth grade. They looked like grown women. <laughs> um, and then Lewis pl- I, and Beans play a prank, as you do. Um, and then the parents say, we need to stay together and be families together. And the, the kids go off and say, I have a life and run off and do their things. Um, so, yeah, thoughts on the opening before we get into the, the eyelid stuff? Any, any memories that came up from watching it so far? Jalisa, can I ask you what inspired you for this movie in particular? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Andrea told me that you guys, uh, reviewed Cheetah Girls, and I was like, no, not, was it Cheetah Girls? 
no, it was gotta, gotta kick, kick it up. It up. And yeah. I was like, what? Like, that was my movie. It was the day she was here, too. She was visiting me the day that we were recording that one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, you, you totally could have been a guest. I was like, okay, next time. <laughs> so that's that's why I'm here today. And then I, I saw this movie uh, as well. And I mean, it was okay then, and it was okay now. Okay, so this is the next time, basically. Yeah, this is the next time of one of the movies out of the list that, I, that I've seen. I don't know if she, if she told you, like, I wasn't really allowed to watch TV as a kid. So, like, her and Christina would go off on tangents about stuff. And I'm like, no clue. Then I can't pitch in. But I can pitch in today. <laughs> I love it. Did you remember the show? Because I, I got, like, a quick reintroduction to what the show was about from the opening. I did. Actually, I was thinking about the season. I wasn't even, or the series, not even the the actual movie but definitely the introduction I have to agree with you Andrea when you mentioned like nobody looked like they was graduating <laughs> from high school I mean I was like wait what like looking at them their age um but what I what I did like about the the uh beginning was just the the sibling playfulness I think all of us who have siblings can kind of relate to that um I don't know if it's that extreme but I think I can kind of relate to that I remember my sister dressing up as certain characters from movies and scaring me or doing something crazy. So it kind of, I guess she was the Lewis in my life, even though she's older than me. <laughs> yeah. Delise so is I, the baby, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, it was a good start. Oh, one last thing I do want to mention. It kind of made me remember like speaking on stage at high school graduation as well. And I'm like, huh, wow, don't take me back that far. That's what I thought. <laughs> like, please don't. Who wants to relive that moment, right? Mm-hmm. Especially not eighth grade. Mm-hmm. That's Agreed. A whole, that's a whole other podcast. Oh, yeah. Eighth um, <laughs> grade was <laughs> something else. Yeah. Um, I, so this at this point, I didn't remember this movie at all. And I was confused because when I pressed play, I said, now, hold on. Is this the Eva Stevens movie? Because the first part is just is uh, Tim Meadows at the computer looking up people's laughing maniacally. Right. And I said, now, pause. Hold on. I, I refreshed Disney Plus. I said, I must have the wrong thing. And I found it again and started over. I said, oh, OK, what are we getting in here? This is more interesting than I thought. And then it went downhill quickly, but I did laugh at the, you know, the music, uh, the internet, TM, uh, that computer graphics were rough. So, you know, that was fun. But yeah, when they said junior high school, I said every, all these DCOMs, I, back in the day, I thought they were in high school. I thought they were fresh, 15, Same. 16. So how old is Lewis then? Like 12? Because there's right, no exactly. way. Exactly. They had they were a year apart, so if she was 13, he was 12. Okay. He girl, looked like he was 17, she looked like a grown woman, she looked older oh, than I look right now. <laughs> well, she was graduating high school, I think she said that that episode or when they made the movie. So I'm like, oh, okay, you sure, but mm, I guess so. Yeah, that's all I got to say. I, I remembered like when I saw the little picture that comes up on Disney Plus when before you click play, I was like, oh, I remember this movie. And then when it started, I was like, yeah, I think they're going to go to, like, there's an island and they get stranded or something. Like, I was remembering all the plot. So I did have a nostalgia wave come back to me. 
but I was really thrown by how old they looked. And I, I wonder if my like 12 year old self was also like, do they look old or was I just like enthralled in the shenanigans? <laughs> because I, I, I was like, okay, so junior high school has to mean something different in this universe because I know it can't mean eighth grade. So they must be using junior high school. Maybe she's graduating from 10th grade. Like I was, England. I was, I was really trying to make it work because I was like, this is just as bad as double teams. Like, <laughs> oh, that takes the cake. But now I feel like what episode was that we were talking about how they're all different? Was it got to kick it up? Because like some junior highs go to ninth grade and some go to eighth. It's just like, well, why? But none of them look like they're in either of those ages. No, they're that's, fresh that's 35. Prancing okay. <laughs> around over here. <laughs> I don't understand. Disney really tries it. What what is the what is what do you think the reason behind that is? Why do you think? Because even now, if look if you look at like stuff like Euphoria, it's aging these kids up to be in their thirties. What is what is the rationale behind doing that? I don't have an answer. I'm okay. I was I was looking <laughs> to you. I mean, I can see Euphoria because they they be in some mature um, situations, so I can see them trying to do that intentionally. Because you know, otherwise, kind of weird but i don't know here i don't know we'll have to think on that we'll we'll prepare our think piece for the recap Ooh, thank you type put I, it can you put it in there please i'll forget i think they i think they also try to market to like preteens and they start the series with people who at that snapshot in time are somewhat believable but they don't i don't think they really plan or later, like this happened with probably other shows, but I'm thinking about That's a Raven too. Like they it was like her and Chelsea were grown, like they were grown people, and they're supposed to be still in high school, I think, towards the end. And it's like, no, these are grown people who should be graduating college. And so I feel like they don't really think about the fact that, yeah, maybe this one day this character looks young enough to play this role, but they're going to change. And your your script is not going to change with it. So what are you going to do? I feel like that's a very Disney problem. Yeah. Okay. So what's his face? The black guy from SNL comes to the house and offers him a free trip to... Oh, what's his face? I don't remember his name. Offers him a free trip to... Strong black uh, Mandolino. <laughs> um, and when they showed that video of what Mandolino was like and explained why the people... Talk to me about that. Talk to me... <laughs> About your reactions to to why the people of Mandolino are so diverse. <laughs> that was a really weird introductory video. I mean, well, of course, graphics-wise, being in 2000. But outside of that, if I was the family sitting there, why did they say yes? Right? Outside of the point that the, the main lead said, hey, you know, he was going to sue them. Outside of that, why would they even say yes to that? It just... That video itself, I'm like, it just didn't make sense at all. Why? It was a new island. Uh, no one had visited before. To me, this just screeches like something bad's going to happen. Like, it, it just, that's that's what came to mind. They, they were not very smart <laughs> in this choice. And I wrote down, island natives? <laughs> and they just had these ambiguous... I don't know, Nate, it was just, this was like, this is, well, this, not only did it not age well, but it wasn't well when it started, so this was just, somebody should have thrown this idea out completely, 100%, 
It's so bad. So bad. <laughs> yeah, I was confused, but I will say since you brought it up, uh, Tim Meadows. <laughs> Sorry, when, Tim. When he when he was he was like, you know, my back feels tight all of a sudden. Now that did make me laugh because I said, you know what, you better okay get what you need to do. You better sue them. But yeah, for a lawyer and a senator to not pick up on the the strangeness of the situation and be like, oh yeah, sure, like. Okay. All right. And again, is she did I pick that up right? She's a senator. Like a US senator. Yeah, it said I found that yeah, out at the so end of the show. How came up. how would they do this with a senator? Like, oh, okay. Is she a US senator or a state senator? Is that the thing? I think a state senator. Okay. Like for Reverend California up under her name at the end. But still I'm like, mm. This would have never actually occurred. But, I mean, even Stevens' series is chaotic, so I guess it fits with the whole brand. And looking back, I don't know if I could watch that show, like, again. Like, I don't me know either. if it's, like, rewatchable for me, uh, the way that Only that's Raven is. Halloween episode. That's it. Nothing else. Deanna, you remember? What did they do? Mm-hmm. The milk that was, like, turning all the kids into wrens. Oh, Okay. <laughs> okay. See, I, I heavily identify with Ren back then, but that's that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. So it just makes me so mad. Like they really try to play her every 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 scene. But anyway, yeah, they said an uncharted, unspoiled paradise with descendants of natives and shipwrecked sailors of many nations. And by the way, everybody speaks English. So right. you all don't have to worry about anything. It's just like, oh my gosh, who who sat in the writers' room and said, yes, this is the direction we want to go after Rip Girls, like we, <laughs> which was already kind of a mess, but still, that was more respectful than this. Like I, I just is a mess. I don't think they learned anything from making Rip Girls. <laughs> they don't seem to learn anything. That's what I'm saying. I just. Oh. I know we'll get into the other stuff, but when they got there and everybody was running around yeah. and I said, it, it was bad. Okay. And yeah. the music, the music that kept playing in the background. It's, it's the it's, ethnic it's twinkles. Like, ethnic, like, yes, it. it was more <laughs> ethnic twinkles for the whole movie. Just the ambiguous native. It was like, oh no. It was bad. <laughs> so Y'all went like, down to Party City and said, excuse me, where is the Luau section? And that's where all that came from. Like, I just... Right. <laughs> it was bad. To answer your question, Jaleesa, I think they said yes because they were, at the beginning, they didn't harp this up a lot. But the parents were like, we need to stay a family. But her, cause she was reading that book, um, Kids Today, Gone Tomorrow. So they're worried about empty nest stuff. And it was like, it's a family vacation for free. We should do this. So... That that's why they said yes, even though there were lots of reasons to say no. <laughs> Got it to keep the family together. Keep the okay. family together. That makes sense. Yeah, that um, nice. So earlier it was mentioned like how they arrived to the island with the people waiting on them, hands hands and foot. Like I did not like that because I'm like, would this happen in in real life? It it wouldn't. <laughs> like all of the people five islanders or natives assigned to each person doing everything for them at first i'm like oh that's kind of cool but it's not realistic it's not real no like i'm just curious what was the point of disney showcasing that specific like scenery and if it had an underlying meaning you know it's kind of mm. deep i feel like 
I feel like it's the similar to like um what is the movie? This land is your land movie? Luck of the Irish. I feel like it's similar <laughs> to Luck of the Irish, where they're showcasing what they believe, but they're not doing it on purpose. They're just like exposing <laughs> their their biases. Kind of, their biases <laughs> just by making the movie. So then you see it, but they don't realize that they're doing it or they realize they don't care. I feel like it's that same vibe. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. We, yeah, we've yeah. seen like examples of that throughout all of these movies. We watching. I think Brittany said this last season, but watching these back to back is it's rough yes. <laughs> to know that this is the kind of stuff we were consuming as kids. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even because I mean I think the whole angle with the un- uninhabited island and let's bring these white people here to this island where these ambiguous indigenous people supposedly live. I was that really turned me off of the movie, but I didn't really think about this fact that they were serving them in the beginning, which adds an extra element of ew. This this is not Disney. Get it together. I mean, they're still doing it today. Like when I watched this, I started thinking about all the trips you took to Disney World, where we used to stay at the Polynesian Resort, and I think they have a new one now. It's like I don't even know. They just made up a name. I feel like where it's like a fusion of all the you know Pacific Islander mm-hmm. Polynesian culture, because you know it's just a couple, right? They just said let's put them together like a salad, and just you know who cares about you know customs and culture and all that stuff. And it's the same thing. Like you come and it's a spa. And you can escape from, you know, the the pressures of daily life. Really, it's just, I mean, and you can only go there at this point in 2022. Like if you, you know, have some sort of affluence or you're wealthy or they've got like the private stuff. But essentially mm-hmm. it's the same thing. So I'm like, that's their brand. And it's very, it gives very much that. So that's all I could think about watching this whole thing. I was like, yikes, are we part of the problem? But it was just fun at that point. I was like, oh, cool. But thinking about it now, it's like, hmm. I don't yeah, know. It's rough. Life is rough. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're on the island now and Ren and Lewis are still fighting, which Jasmine, not Jasmine, Jaleesa is right. You know, excuse me, Jay's now. Jaleesa is right about the siblings thing. I was thinking about that too, because my brother, as we got older, we talked about it. He really enjoyed, like he was joyful when he got to mess with me. And I don't understand that. <laughs> But but it it really obviously we weren't as Lewis and Ren were fighting all the time for dumb things that didn't make any sense. But um, it may it's realistic to have one sibling like Ren who's trying to be the good one, I guess, and then Lewis going around messing stuff up, um, and then like running and fighting over bedrooms and all that stuff. That was that was all funny to me. But it got old quickly. And it, and that's what, I mean, Jasmine said, I can never watch it again. I was like, yeah, I don't think I could sit through two seasons <laughs> of, of them arguing. <laughs> no, Lewis seemed kind of unhinged, but it's okay. No, he like, definitely was. But it was funny. Like, his comedic timing was oh, yeah. really good. <laughs> He's good. And that's the only thing that really saves his spring, but oh, I'll save it for later. <laughs> but yeah, because if he had channeled his energy... And become became like an engineer or something, an inventor. I mean, he put together a whole chair. It's the yeah. foolishness. He had to have some, you know, something going on. But he decided to use it for hot dogs and and snacks and foolishness. So I don't know. That's how it starts. Yeah. Oh, and the uh, sorry, going back to the island thing. The other piece 
is they filmed parts of this in California, but they also filmed parts of it in Hawaii. And we've already talked about white folks going to Hawaii still, even though the, the, the people have said, please do not come back over here. So I just, it just adds to the, the yeah. foolery of it all. But, anyway. I, but then I'm confused. What did they film in Hawaii? Because the way that they would pan out and show things, it looked like it was coming from a Nancy Drew game. <laughs> <laughs> so if they were in Hawaii, why did they just get aerial shots of like Hawaii? Why did they use some like odd computer generated or the well they really were they, green screens and I think the mountains and the waterfalls and all that stuff was a Hawaii. They just got. They just went there and got some shots. But whenever the anybody of the actors, it was just on a beach with CGI in the background. <laughs> like you said, they didn't fly any of the actors to Hawaii. I think all the actors were in California. Oh, okay. It was. It was awful. No, I they mean, were Hawaii. Oh, oh, they were okay. okay. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, it was terrible. It was. Yeah. I was like, you. I don't know. Is this is 2003. Like we have technology. The, the movie started with a computer opening, and and we've seen better special effects. And this is a movie from a TV show that is popular. So what happened here? When he, when he broke that chair? <laughs> that was so... I cannot. The green... Them running off into the house and to the green screen and then all the pieces. It was like, why does this look like The Sims? I just... This is a mess. Yes. Agreed. And then when... Oh, when he opened the bedroom... When Lewis and Ren were fighting over the bedroom and they opened the doors, the master bedroom. <laughs> what was that image? It was like they copy and pasted it from some blurry low resolution Google search. It was, it was tragic. It was a choice. I don't know why because they because they, they could easily film the set for that. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> it was so fake. Are kids really this gullible? I just like. It, it I think just kids cause... aren't paying attention to stuff like that. At least was not, not back then. Yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, wait, can I also mention a pop culture thing? Did you say this, Jazz, that um, Gil is quizzed from That's a Raven? No, I missed that. Yeah, the one I episode that. where she pretends to be a fake well, fortune teller. He's the guy with the saxophone. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> when they have, what's her name on her? What's her name? I don't remember the actress's name who was on there, but yeah. That's quiz. That's so weird. And the fact that they brought back Gil, which he was only like, well, I don't know. I really remember one episode because she thought he was a mermaid. I don't know why we needed like a breakup thing. I don't know. It just all seems so silly. But Andrea, you look puzzled. (laughs) I was looking at my notes and I was trying to think about what happened in between when they land to Mandolino and then everything goes wrong. But it's really nothing, right? It's just the house collapses. He st- he steals the idol thingy and and now they're talking about curses and they have to leave and all that stuff. So um, thoughts of, on any of of that? Before we move on. No, again, just fake fake island native stuff like the whole uh, them fake crying over the house and it, like it's just, it was bad, it was weird. It was it's not good. Weird. But how did they not know? I feel like if I would have gotten there, first of all, none of us would have actually agreed to this. I think Mm-mm. we have agreed. Absolutely. But if we if we had just been curious, there's no way that within 20 minutes we all would not have known, okay, it's some off. But they're just like, oh, okay, yeah. 
I, I, well, there's no movie if there's common sense. So <laughs> I, I know, but oh, gosh, I don't know. I'm over it. But I felt well. We haven't gotten into the the mess because we haven't gotten to Oprah yet, right? Yeah, no, we're yeah, we, yeah, that's we all did all say. that. So so we're so we're at the Stevens get kicked out of the house. They, I mean, they the they get kicked out of the village. I guess the people kick them out, and they have to go to the beach. And, and, and even the guy popping up and like you have to go do this now and then going away. <laughs> yeah, every two seconds popping up just right at the right moment, telling them some bad news. Um, that was yeah. the giveaway for me. <laughs> that was the giveaway that something was off. Be- and then when he said that he stayed in a separate hut, right? That yeah. He was given this and that he wouldn't be sleeping with them. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I would have followed him to his hut. Exactly, exactly, yes. and ended that and ended this whole thing. <laughs> um, and they split up. So was it Ren, Dad, and Bean stay and build camp, and Mom, Lewis, and older brother. I did not bother remembering these names. Go to um find what do they go? Go to find food or something. What did they go do? Oh, they went wood. To get some sticks. Right. And then the the guy comes and tells them we should go uh, to go to see the feast the, and beg so for forgiveness. forgiveness feast, right. Yeah. This is a cultural custom. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's the feast of the the cultural. Um, oh, it was bad. <laughs> the praying to Oprah and asking for forgiveness and basically Lewis and the mom and the brother selling out their family for food. Um. What do you think? I think first them just going along that that was a bad sign. I don't know if they sold them out. Right. But I still think they should have went back. Like, why would you listen to this man that says, oh, no, just you three, you know, only you three come and we'll we'll pick up the rest of the family later. Uh, so that was that was a, a red flag for me in this movie or to, to the family that they should have known. And then the whole, you know, praying to the gods and asking them, I think think that is something in some cultures but I almost think like Disney was kind of poking fun at it but that's my personal opinion because that is in some cultures where they do thank the gods and they do feast and do all these different things but to me it almost sounded like they were poking fun at it instead of like educating people about the culture yeah no they definitely were (laughs) these weren't people who actually practice any of these things and they were just taking the the things that Americans would have, I mean, be react the most to and, mm-hmm. and displaying that literally for us, the viewers of the movie, and then for the viewers of the reality show in the movie. <laughs> exactly. Cause they're like, Oh, well, I don't, you know, I don't believe in it, but they do. It's like, you know, I, there's so much wrong here. <laughs> oh, he did keep saying that you're right. The, um, the producer guy did keep saying things like, well, I don't understand it, but but talk to the like this is what they do, so we have to do this thing. You could keep doing that. Mm. You know, Come on now. Lesser than. <laughs> what is different, but you know what? I it's giving me very much Pocahontas, and I just I'm over it. Um <laughs> Savages, savages. Yeah, no, I didn't want to say it. But <laughs> the fact that they wrote lyric, you know what? I don't know if we'll ever get to Pocahontas, but I have a few words. But yeah, when they said Oprah, I say, you know, I really want to turn this off, but I will keep going for the sake of this episode because this is a hot mess. But yeah, I I don't again, I don't remember the whole series, but clearly this is their family dynamic and just how quickly it turned, 
how quickly they turn on each other. I was like, y'all, y'all gotta do something. Y'all need to get some counseling or something later on. Um, you can go to Brittany's practice. I don't know something <laughs> because y'all, y'all did not uh, resolve all those issues after a few days on the island. But that was interesting. But yeah, when when he said, "Oh, you, it can only be three at a time," I'd be like, "Okay, all right, sir." Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And the food that they were actually eating, I, I don't know. It was I was confused. Um, I felt bad for Ren because they're, you know, exploiting her her vulnerable state, even though, again, she only, was only with this boy for three months. But again, she's an eighth grade, apparently. Uh, so I get it that, you know, you have big emotions at that age. And she was just like, what was me the whole time? But yeah, that was that was just a lot. So anywho, that's all I got to say. And the daddy being a lawyer. OK, now what documents did y'all sign to get here? Because clearly you didn't that's read true. anything. You're right. It That's was one point. sheet of paper that was on the table in the beginning. That's it. Because you have, they have to explain that you're going to be on camera in the document that they you're signing. To. So that means you just didn't read that part. <laughs> That's why you don't have a job. How about that? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> you got a point. He's not a thorough attorney, so they have to let him go. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I just you can't even really feel bad for them because they're just making these terrible choices i think i did feel um sad for Ren being exploited it made me feel like watching the bachelorette the way that like the producer person is telling m- m- whatever jason jason to do this and do that to her and then when she you know then see if you can get her to kiss and then dump her and it's like oh this is very much like uh, dating reality TV shows because they do do stuff like this behind the scenes and have the characters do characters have the people <laughs> do things to manipulate for the views. So that felt real. I don't know you said it right, Brittany. Characters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Though I will say the shining point of this movie, beyond you know Shia LaBeouf and Chrissy Cross Romano's kind of chemistry, like I think they did a good job of portraying reality tv especially at a point where where it wasn't like completely popping off that was like the beginning but i think that was they did a really good job there for people like my mom it was completely popping off my mom was watching every single one (laughs) of shows that were was out back then it was it was i think because it started getting popular in the late night or it started in the late 90s but by 2003 we had survivor we had the bachelor we had um, that thing where people did gross things for money, like eating worms, fear factor. So oh, yeah, that was, all, that was this show was doing all of those things. I I just remember my mom watching all that stuff, and like whenever they they panned to the the opening scene for what was it called, Family Fake Out? I just like had <laughs> I was transported back to being twelve. <laughs> yeah, reality TV was the jam, and yeah, so Bachelor was two thousand two. Okay, so that's right. And Survivor. Survivor started in 2000. We are on mm-hmm. season 43. I'm over it. Just mm-hmm. let it go. Like, no, how many times can like you go to the... Like my mother will continue to watch it. They <laughs> love it. They love it. I think Big Brother started maybe a couple years later. It's just, it's, all this stuff was super popular back and then. And then you got the, um, when did all the, like, real worlds and those kind of things? That was all out. That was started yeah, yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah that that I was remember watching. That's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> I well, it depends on the season, but they were it was a lot. You know, my was we in high middle school, 
we were actually in middle school. We didn't live 35. But at that point, I was like, oh, my gosh, people do that? Like, you know, and it was, yes, the <laughs> scandal, the drama of it all. So, yeah, I did enjoy that part. And the, the skeeziness. Because if you look back at stuff like that and the, um, like, the biggest loser and, like, some of these shows, it's like, especially TLC, I, the fact that I used to just sit there and watch the foolishness, you know, Honey Boo Boo was later, but just some of the stuff is like the clear exploitation of people. Yeah. For, I'm like, we, we're in a Black Mirror episode. I forgot what that one was called. Was it like The Million Merits? Did, have y'all seen that? No, I don't watch Black Mirror. I need to see I've that. only seen like okay. four episodes. Okay. But that one in particular, I was like, we're already here. We're already in a dystopia future. But yeah, so that it made me uncomfortable. But I was like, y'all are y'all are capturing it. So right. Well, speaking of at this point, they've revealed that we're on Family Fake Out. If you didn't know it already, we're, we officially see the set on the island or wherever they are. So uh, thoughts? We already talked about the reality show stuff, but were you? I mean, because I had forgotten about the thing at the beginning. So at this point, it didn't matter that I forgot because it was very fake. <laughs> But what did you guys think? <laughs> I mean, when they revealed that it was a, a set, I just, just started thinking, like, how was this family so gullible and not <laughs> able to notice that, not that there were cameras, but that some, some things just look fake. Uh, the guy popping in and out and then just popping up at the just the right moment to give them guidance, right? He was like, they're, they're I, I don't know what to call it, but... To be completely honest, I was just like, wow, how did they get themselves into this? And who? At that point in time, I was thinking who? Like, okay, who set them up is what I was Mm -hmm. thinking, which that gets revealed later in the movie. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay. Like, there's my answer. Because I'm like, how do they just go along with this? But I thought it was pretty cool in a sense that they were set up because it seemed like the family did, seeing how dysfunctional the family is, I almost thought like, okay, this island would bring them back together. Maybe they wouldn't argue as much. Maybe the the <laughs> mom and dad, I don't know. The mom and dad had issues, right? Because he didn't have a job and she brought the bacon, right? Um, I assumed like this show would bring them back together. And I mean, we'll get there at the end just to find out what happens. So all in all, I think it that was a good time to reveal that it was a TV show. I agree. I agree that the timing was good. But it was just a bunch of nonsense that happens after this, like the squirrel thing. And then wouldn't you be asking, why is there a squirrel on this tropical island? Yes. That <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Me. I said, not I didn't even get the squirrel's sure. perspective. I said, I didn't need that. <laughs> they, they were just a fool. I just, I don't know. And the, the snake, when, uh, first of all, the boy's name was Mutai. I said, excuse me? Okay, so y'all really are just playing in people's faces. But okay. When he made that face at the snake and Ren was like, oh, wow. I would have been like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> I and even then I could tell that it was, I was like, oh, that snake is clearly fake. Like, as a kid, I don't know if I, I'm sure I bought into it. It was like, oh, my gosh, wow, reveal. But then as an adult, I said, okay, so when are they going to figure this out? Because let's, you know, let's get along with it. So I don't know. But Twitty, we probably wouldn't have spoken for quite some time because you brought me here with this foolishness, had me eating a slug. And I don't know what that was made of, but I, I felt sick. I felt it I was think, bad. <laughs> I think really they wrapped gross. it in fondant. I was trying to figure oh. it out. But it was really okay. It, I thought it, it was made, a marshmallow. 
Mm, I could see that too. It just that was it, very upsetting. It was <laughs> that did sit well with me, but I yeah. Mm-mm. Even though he tried to save them, we would have had to have a chat. Well, he had to save them because he put them there. So exactly. it's not really heroic when you are the one who caused the exactly. situation. You're just trying to undo the damage you already. <laughs> exactly. I'm wondering at what point would these people have figured this out if they didn't run into Twitty and the other the girl on the island? Like, do you guys think they would have just gone the whole week? They would have been lost mm-hmm. in the sauce. Yeah. Somebody would have died. Full, se- full seven somebody. days. Yes. Yeah. I think it was yeah. a giveaway, too, when... Uh, the producer said, or Tim Reed, right? When he said, hey, you know, the next plane isn't for seven days. To me, another red flag, right? So I, I don't, honestly don't think they would have figured it out because at that point, that would have been a point for intelligent people, I guess not Americans, would have figured out, okay, something's off. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I don't think I could be mad at, at Twitty because I... There were so many points at which this didn't have to happen on my part. <laughs> so <laughs> he did he did he did nothing but uh what did he, what did he do exactly? Oh he he signed them up or something or gave yeah, them, told all he their signed them up and oh, gave that's true. He did tell the, the information. That's true. You're yeah. right, you're right. That is bad. Okay. That is yeah. bad. Okay. All right, all right, you're right, you're right. Because after 24 hours, we I would have had a, a group meeting. We're getting off this island. I don't care what they say when the plane is coming. We're going to find a way out. We're going to have to fight somebody. I don't know. Because there's no way. Because we talked about one, uh, what was it? Jumping ship. Our low survival rate. Okay. So you're putting me in a situation. (laughs) But you don't have to swim this time, Jasmine. If it came to that, I don't know. But, and there, I feel like that island couldn't have been that big. Because Tim Meadows was getting there, like you said, at the right time. So... It, they could have found them at some point. I'm trying to figure out, like, what was the what was the radius of this little uh, island? How did they well, not I mean, find each other? I think the idea was that they were always being watched, so they could always guide them away from wherever the cameras or the set was. But yeah, you're right. It had to be small because he was just popping up on schedule. <laughs> and at this point, I think it's been two days at this point, and they're all like covered in in dirt and something like that. Wouldn't you have decided on a like an ocean bath or something? <laughs> like gotten into some water. <laughs> when I tell you they were musty, I just knew. And Ren is out here giving hugs and trying to kiss folks. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. None of that. Nobody bathed. Not dirt all one over tooth. their faces. Rips at all their clothes. Just we're not gonna jump into anything. We're not gonna rub a leaf over our arms. Nothing. <laughs> And bees done went to the bathroom in the fire. I say, you know what? It's time to go. It's time to go. I definitely thought that. Oh, go see. We were about to both talk about the safety. Go ahead. Uh, uh, take it away. I was going to say beans was an interesting addition of a character. Um, I I don't know why they felt like they needed a little kid to kind of refocus the group i don't know i guess he was just he was supposed to be that added funny but i honestly think that his character wasn't needed in this specific movie because they had lewis right so to me they were kind of like playing off he was like lewis's minion almost i didn't think he was a necessary character he was just in a not a good addition i'll say that oh go ahead i know you had a question i know i was gonna say he was a nuisance (laughs) 
just I don't think he needs to be because we you're right. Lewis was a comic relief. Beans Beans now I think Beans would have figured out that they were on the show. I feel like out of everybody he would have figured it out before the family. But yeah, because he be... was the one who asked, "Where are you sleeping?" To Tim. Yes, where you sleeping? Where are you and sleeping? When the plane flew way over yonder to drop off the food in the mountains, he was like, "There's no winds." So Beans would have figured uh, it out, but that also might be because he wasn't part of that dysfunctional family. So, right, uh, he was part of his own dysfunctional family. Yeah, but they just yeah, dropped him right. off. They don't. They didn't need him. I was going to say, but he still wasn't helpful. Although you guys bring out these smart points about Beans, like, <laughs> he was just not helpful. Like, it was so unfortunate for the family. I agree. He didn't add anything to the movie. But for practical reasons, in terms of numbers, they had to have groups of three for the balance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, that's really it. That's really the only reason. Um, you had to have a Lewis, if you had, Lewis was in the other group, you had to have a Lewis-like character in the other group. So it was really for balance is why. <laughs> In terms of a storyline, but you're right. In terms of the plot, he didn't really serve a purpose. Because truly, the whole movie was Lewis and and Ren. They could have done it with just them. (laughs) That's true. Was it cold on the island? Because they kept focusing on got to keep the fire going. It was so. There were several references and scenes about we got the fire went out. We got to fix the fire. Hey, where's the fire? Okay, I'm almost done putting up the fire. And I was like. Well, what? Why do you wake up and the first thing you do in the morning is build a fire? That's true. I think that it's probably colder at night. I think um, you have to keep a fire going. It's not necessarily that you kept to start it again. It's that you just have to keep it going. But that only makes sense if you're you have something to cook. Like if you were in some place in like Alaska, then yeah, you want a fire all the time. But a fire on your on an island that you're right, should not necessarily be your primary focus. (laughs) But I think that was the dad's insecurity. Well, yeah, that was his whole thing, uh, bringing home the bacon, which I was like, if y'all say that one more time, please, I don't want to hear that phrase anymore because we're not even going to get into all of that uh, in terms of roles in a relationship. But yeah, they they, (laughs) they exploited that. But yeah, I think that was his whole thing. Like, okay, I, I don't have a job right now, but I'm going to make this fire, though. And that's going to be, like you said, under my contribution to the group. So that was the only other reason I could think of. But yeah, I don't even remember if I even liked Beans in the show. I think probably maybe there are a few lines here or there I chuckled at uh, in the series as a kid. But like as an adult, I was like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go back to your house. I don't care where your parents are, in Finland, Norway, wherever they are. Um, you won't be coming with us on this particular trip, um, especially bringing a suitcase of bacon. That would not have flown in any of our households, I don't think. So uh, he would have never been invited over there. But cause, And he also made some like weird jokes. Like he was like, hey, you want to go skinny dipping to the dad? And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was inappropriate. I was like, what is that? That wasn't appropriate. Wrote this. Very creepy creepy too got my good eye on you disney channel but anywho yeah it it wasn't necessary but yeah they needed six people that was (laughs) that was (laughs) okay so they all go looking for the food and nobody finds any because they go to two different places and nobody asks why there are trail markers with red ribbon red and blue ribbon on this untouched island (laughs) okay uninhabited nobody's thinking even though apparently people were living there so it was Habited. 
It was, you know, Brittany, things, are, things are only habited <laughs> if white people are there. Things don't if exist. it was found by them. <laughs> I was just about to bring up Columbus. That's true. <laughs> it didn't exist until they discovered it. That's funny. Girl, because you know the girls have just discovered Vaseline. Right? Oh, yeah. What is happening? I don't the price of Vaseline going up like that. It's about to be $10 over it. Okay. Um, so also Twitty and Tawny, which these names, are decided, decide to go to the island to help them because I don't really know why Tawny went, but Twitty felt guilty because he should feel guilty. Um, decisions about how do we feel about the decision they made? I thought it was a pretty rash decision. Um, <laughs> at this point, you going to rats at night. Like, <laughs> first of all, who in middle school, if they're in middle school, who's middle school steering a ship? That's so true. Tom is just, just rowing the boat. Wealthy. I, but not by himself though, even if he is wealthy <laughs> and they look so old. You said that again, the dude on the boat, look like a, like a mini Niles from Frasier. He, he he's just no way he's thirteen or twelve or however old he's supposed to be. <laughs> I forgot that they were in middle school. In my head, I had already autocorrected that these were like eighteen-year-olds. Yeah. Same here. So then, it, wow, a lot of this just doesn't make sense as we unravel this movie. A lot of it just doesn't make sense for the age group and who would allow these kids to go on their own, right? They have to notify someone. Yeah, so Andre, what do you want to say about? What did you want to say about their names? Twitty and... It's just the their, their names are... They weren't names. They were... They made up some names. <laughs> I guess that worked for the show, but they were names I'd never heard of before. And I did not remember these names either. Because Lewis's name is a normal, regular name. Twitty, I guess, is his last name. Because yeah, they kept calling him Alan, Alan Twitty. Twitty. Yeah. But Tawny... So... <laughs> I'm not even, You know what? I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> Moving on. They're in California, like, you know, if Topanga, you know, it is. Yeah, Topanga. Were they in California at Boy Meets World? Yeah. Uh, I don't know where they were. Oh, okay. But I just, I think Topanga is somewhere in California, isn't it? I feel like it's a place or something. I don't know. Uh, back when I cared about <laughs> all that. But yeah, them taking the raft at night made no sense. But also, this is random, since you brought up Tani. I liked her outfit in the beginning. That's what I can give her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yes. Yes. That's all I can say. But because was she dating Lewis or Lewis just wanted to date they were, her? They something. were flirting the whole show. Okay. I think they kissed one episode because I remember all the episodes where people kissed each other because I was that kid. But um, no, I don't think they were officially ever dating, dating. Okay. Because when he popped out that little seat and he was like, you could sit next to Papa, I said, Mm, I gotta go. But she also said, I gotta go. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, okay, girl, I'm with you on that. And where did Lewis get this 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 sit next to Papa language from? Because his dad definitely is not that person. Mm. Well, where did he pick up this personality? The internet. <laughs> because later he said, you being a player hater. And I said, excuse me, a who? A who? <laughs> he, just, he was like, word, so, word. I said, okay. So Lewis was on Black Twitter before Black Twitter was, existed. Yeah, he was on my face. I was just like, what is going on? That reminds me too when um, the the nerdy guy who was on the yacht was telling Twitty and Tawny like he could sail them. He was saying some explanation and they didn't get it. And then he was like, oh, what's up? It's like his 
version of dumbing down what he said. I was like, mm, I don't really appreciate that, Disney. Yep, yep. It was uncomfortable, but this was real world era, and that's where they were getting it from, MTV. So shame on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of cultural disrespect going on here. For an hour and 34 minutes, <laughs> and we had to endure. On so hour many levels. Minutes. And how long was Up, Up, and Away? At <laughs> 22. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rin is sneaking off to meet, what's his face? Jason. We got to call him Jason. I can't Jason. Right. I, yeah, exactly. I refuse to say that name. No, Jason. Oh, whatever. Um, and a romance is blooming on the island. And as Jasmine mentioned earlier, that the show is exploiting for her ratings, as they do right now. How do we feel? No, I'm conflicted. Every Monday watching Bachelorette, I'm like, I shouldn't be watching this. This is terrible. Same, 90 Day Fiance for me. Game. They're playing with this girl. Uh, for, and I just blanked on her name, but we got two Bachelorettes now. It's like, not going to make it. Rachel, that's her name. Um, kiss her and then dump her. He gave her, and I think I'm skipping ahead. He said, every shell you walk on, uh-uh. you arrive <laughs> on the island. He gave her a necklace. And now I get one to be swept up in a romance, in a scenic place. And it's, it's part of a story. I understand. I tr- Trust me, I understand. But at some point, you have to recognize, okay, this is too good to be true. And it's too cheesy. So at what point do you just say, hey, let me evaluate <laughs> this situation? I had to write that line down because it was so over the top. And why were you collecting the shells I was walking on? Like, Agreed. Exactly. And some of them were big. I'm like, wait, the, even the big one in the front, <laughs> she stepped on that? I'm like, man, her foot should be bleeding or something. That's what I was saying. I'm like, no freaking way. That's and a she good just point. believed him and smiled like, oh, my gosh, you're so awesome and so kind. I'm like, did you really step on that shell? Okay, <laughs> that's true. That is an excellent point. Um, no, I'm just saying she's 13 or 14. That allegedly, um, allegedly. So, do you have that kind of common sense? If a cute boy is giving you things at, at 14, I don't think I would personally. So I can't really judge her if that's I her mean, actual age. Even if you don't have common sense, some point somewhere, I'm sure the self doubt at least has to kick in. And not that it's healthy, but it's something to <laughs> pump the brakes to say, he's really nice to me. He <laughs> like me a lot. Right. Something's wrong with this. I just <laughs> met him. If it's common sense or self-doubt, something had to <laughs> kick in at this point to slow her down. I mean, she did. And I will give her credit because she was about to fall for it. And she was like, no, nah, you know, I'm still, you know, it's a vulnerable time for me right now. I'm not going to kiss you. I said, okay, good for you, Ren. But also, even, what 13-year-old is talking about, it's a vulnerable time for me. Because she, again, I, I identify. <laughs> of course you do. But, but, but also, to your point, Andrea, I was also thinking like this, watching this, you know, when you think back to things you did in middle school, just like being weird and like, extra it just reminded me of looking back if i were to like view an eighth grade memory on camera that's why i felt so bad for her being on film i was like oh no and all your peers and teachers and the whole nation is watching this like ugh, it, it was just a lot so i can understand yeah being 13 14 and being swept up by that especially when you're upset that this boy 
You know what? That conversation in the beginning, I said this is still true today because he said, you know what? I'm going to Maine. I want my options open. And Rand said, okay, well, thank you for letting me know. I'm exiting out. And he said, wait, what do you mean? I said, if this not (laughs) dating today, (laughs) he really tried to play her. And I said, good for you, Rand. Know your worth, girl. And then she got swept up by Jason. So I don't know. She was hungry and desperate. Not hungry and desperate. She was hungry and desperate. Oh, I'm sorry. When they them slicing up that peanut, now that did send me. That was funny. That, that was probably the the funniest piece of this whole. Like, we're gonna save this part for dessert. dessert. <laughs> yeah, and split the peanut in three. I was okay. Really when he was chasing him around, the squirrel around with the nut. It's Lewis. Lewis that did. I did. <laughs> sorry, Jalisa. Go ahead. Oh, I'm saying I'm surprised Lewis shared the peanut. I like because he is you're right kind of selfish. He likes to show off, but he doesn't necessarily what I was getting the vibe. Why would he share his last peanut if he really didn't like his family that much? Right. So that was a little surprising to show the idea of sharing, even though you don't get along with them. But I didn't like the fact that he kept, you know, trying to chase the squirrel around. I thought it was a waste of time. And with him being so intelligent and almost being an engineer, right? He should have known that the squirrel was fake. Yeah, that, that's, exactly. yeah, that's also a good point. Because yeah. what squirrel is like in your <laughs> position running? Like, right. And then, yeah, then he's on two feet. And then he almost turns into like a dinosaur roar. <laughs> what squirrel? <laughs> An island squirrel. I have to, <laughs> you have to do the reenactment, please, Jasmine. No, no I can't. <laughs> I was screaming. I said, I know y'all are joking with this. This is a hot mess. I couldn't have made it through uh, doing that scene. But yeah, that that was probably one of the highlights of this whole movie. And the one part that I did remember besides the the kiss thing. I don't know. And uh, her friend, again, her friends, I don't know where the accents came from. Because like they cut away to everybody watching the show and the coach was very into it. And I was like, but y'all are watching minors. Okay. Um, sorry. Yes, right. As an adult, I just can't, you know, mm-hmm. not see that now. But yep, whatever. Um, and he was eating the spaghetti in the beginning. The it coach had a lot of things, okay, to reconcile within himself. Um, even though I was mad because when they, well, we hadn't gotten to the, you know what? I'll wait till that part when the the Easter stuff. But yeah, and the friends are watching. Know. It's it's fine. We have. I'll I'll wait till Andre gets there. But when the friend, the the one girl was like. Yeah, I don't. Who was even her accent? I don't know. Ran was gone. Yeah, southern. She was southern <laughs> Just like, I was like, when? When did they do that? I don't remember that at all. Me either. I so, remember her, but I don't remember talking like that. Um, it was a lot. But she was the only one that had common sense. She said, "Girl, this is fake." So why would you? She, the other one was like, "No, it's romance. It's romantical." Yes. Was, no. Yes. No. <laughs> I would not vote for y'all. If y'all were on that show, which none of y'all would be, I would vote against it. <laughs> no, no, none of us would be. Yeah, that was making me uncomfortable too. But Larry's face while it was happening in the diner, when they're all watching the diner, that did make me laugh. <laughs> he was he was not. It was like uh, Mirabel, Mirabelle's face when um, Isabella was coming down from the, in the song. Anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about. All right. That's my favorite thing in that <laughs> So, um, Tweety, that Tweety, Twitty gets in, puts on one of the costo- costumes, 
um, like he gets locked up, but he sneaks out and he, to save the Stevens, he ends the stream by unplugging all the, the things, which I, which I thought was a smart thing to do. Um, and this is when the Easter bunny thing comes up, which was a funny thing to put in place of family freak out, which also, is it practical? And I was thinking about this when I was watching it, is it practical for them to be filming something like this, that live where there has to be some kind of delay <laughs> just, just for the sake of production. Does did that, did that make sense to any of you? Well, when you put it that way, Andrea, looking at technology wise, I agree with you. It shouldn't have been that clear of a picture in terms of being live. So yeah, there's definitely something wrong with that, that, you know, everything could just be shut down. They have to go to that infomercial. I do admit that that infomercial was really funny with that lady. Like, that's what they chose out of everything that they could have played. You know, a lady making eggs and Easter egg bunnies. Like, come on. There has to be something else on. That commercial or infomercial seemed more like uh, something that come on at night instead of, like, during the day. Right? Agreed. But I do agree that uh, Twitty, right? Is that his name? Was was very intelligent in unplugging those things. But he got he got sidetracked, you know, by the dessert table and the food table. He was starving because, you know, they arrived on that raft and had no food. So that was a little weird that he just got super distracted. But he was very intelligent to dress up because I was trying to figure out, like, how is he going to get out and help them now that he's locked up? Still, how did he get out is the question. Because the doors that's, were That's open. a good point. Right. You're right. They didn't explain that. <laughs> He got a costume, and his costume came with a key. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> she's yeah, been here she for one episode, and she's already rationali- yes. rationalizing. <laughs> that's what happens. We get into this. I see that. Um, he, he didn't seem worried about Tawny. No. Well, she no. got did she get hit by a coconut She got hit yeah. by a coconut and, and she forgot everything. Memory. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I think the idea of being able to just put on this costume... To blend in, to be one of these islanders, mm. it might as well just be might speak well on Halloween. It. <laughs> yeah, so they're saying, okay, this kind of culture is a costume you can put on and take off at will. That other people can use. So That's we see you, Disney. Culture. Yeah, there's we a point it. where he's eating the food and he sees one of the other actors, and the other actor had face paint. And so he takes one of the berries or something and puts it on his face. I was yeah, like, I was okay. concerned where that was going because it was Call brown. Authorities. And I said, don't put no more of that on your face. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to be in here wearing black face and we're not, we not having it. <laughs> I was concerned. I really was. But you got a point there. <laughs> That's funny. That's the only thing I could see. Jasmine, what were you going to say about the infomercial? Infomercial. Well, I don't even know because now nah, Brittany has taken me out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, let the coach because he was, you know, into it. He was trying to figure out how to do the painted eggs for Easter, which again, I don't know why that was on either because girl, Easter has passed. It is supposed to be summer vacation. So, what are we talking about now? But yeah, he was, and they were like, they were making fun of him for being interested in it. And I was like, let him, let him live. Again, a little sprinkle of masculinity. Um, yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, gosh, here we go. This is all, all for you. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, let him live or whatever. So anyway, that's all I was going to say about that. Okay. Yeah, not much. 
I mean, there's not much. Yeah. <laughs> we don't there, there isn't much. So indoctrinated with when it comes at this to the, point. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying all the stuff we get indoctrinated with when it comes to like gender roles and stereotypes yeah. and things. Disney is laying it on thick. It's not just Disney though. It was everything. It wasn't. It's everything. It wasn't just Disney. It was when you see it so back to back to back. It's like wow. It was every movie they were just shoving. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the early 2000s where it's just, it cuts a little more than it did in the 90s ones we were watching. And I can't explain that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really understand. Because <laughs> they know, I feel like they know what they're doing to a certain degree. Uh, I, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, I know, Andre, you don't remember anyone's names, but Donnie, like the way that they were handling him, I don't know. I I guess that was his character in the show because I don't even remember him that much. Me either. But just the gaslighting going. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like the I actual literal. Do we don't even really talked about that? He it was when he recognized one of the actors as somebody he went to high school with, and they he, they had him come back as as if he was still in high school, <laughs> so they could play like, the literal that definition of gaslighting. <laughs> That was terrible. I said, y'all, okay. It was, it was, it was bad, but also funny. I did laugh because he, his family didn't believe him. And that was, that was funny. But I think that was his character, Jasmine, in the, in the show. Um, but then he runs into Tawny. So it, it ends up being useful later because at this, we, he grabs Tawny, takes her back because you're going to come back with me so I can show you that you're real. <laughs> and this is when everything turns around finally for the Stevens, um, Unfortunately, uh, they don't really show us what happens, but the next thing they cut to is um, the them plugging back into the system, starting back up and trying to get Ren chasing Stevens, Lewis. Sorry. I don't have any questions. There's there's just a chase scene here. I don't have any questions about this. <laughs> you know, it happened. <laughs> this was the thing I remembered about the movie. <laughs> Oh, my question is, how did they get in contact during the time that the cables were unplugged and Ren is chasing Lewis? How did they get in contact with uh, Gotcha? That's a good point. That is an excellent question. <laughs> email? Because, I mean, they had computers. Not so but great computers. Was it an email? Who had a cell phone? They, they couldn't have emailed them. on a cell phone back then. Right. Well, I mean, I guess they could have if they had a BlackBerry. But I don't... But they yeah, you're right. Had a, if they had a cell phone, then they would have just... Figured out some way to get help. I don't know. I thought Twitty reached out before he left. I don't know. We're filling in May- the blanks. I don't. Maybe know. the they- boyfriend did it. Rin, Rin's who? Boy, Jason. The, the romance. Oh. J- Jason. Maybe he did it. Because because he was about to to um tell her warn her what was yeah, happening. Yeah. See that that wasn't smart. He should have whispered it into her ear. Or something. <laughs> right. He just starts you? yelling. Hey, I gotta tell you something. Right. <laughs> The way they rolled up so quick, <laughs> I said no. But didn't they explain what happened at the end? I wasn't paying apparently. I wasn't, I wasn't paying, paying any attention. attention. I don't know. I don't know how they got there, but there was no explanation. Was he just showed up. That's what happened. He showed up and was there to help save them. But going back to the part where her moon tide, right, was helping or or about Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Jason was about to tell Rin, you know, that this is, you know, fake and that they should do whatever. At that point in time, I don't understand why he didn't just run. This is the first thing. He he looked very muscular. He could have ran. 
and gotten away from those people. And also I didn't like the part where the chief, he was listening in, right? Waiting for the words from one of the producers and trying to figure out what to say. I think those are some other where Ren should have questioned like, okay, hey, what's going on? Because she was asking like, wait, so why can't I see him? And like, why is it happening now? And he's like, um, basically in shock. Like, I don't know, but waiting for those words. Exactly. At that point, Rin should have attacked the chief. I'm just saying this. That would have been <laughs> Disney movies, but she should have just attacked the chief and been upset. But he's like, no, think of think of Lewis. It's all Lewis's fault, right? So, <clears throat> I guess this whole series is all about things being blamed on Lewis. I'm guessing, and them bickering back and forth. Okay, so it had to be his fault at the end. Okay, I got it. Cool. That's all I got. Not him attacking. But yeah, I was also wondering why he didn't put up a fight. He was just like, oh no, okay. Guess they'll drag me away. That was weird. I don't know. But he he's the one I mentioned earlier that was in the boy band. And I was like, okay, I can see that. He had the look, I guess, whatever that is. But um, yeah, the whole thing was weird. And I would have just yelled out, it's fake, as they were dragging me away. Like, he was not yeah. helpful in any sort of way. No. <laughs> just, I don't no, know. No, he did scare away the little snake, Jasmine. Know. He scared away the snake. At the that is something I never <laughs> needed to see. <laughs> Please. The facial expression was way, way too much. But yeah, Ren is supposed to be smart. She's a valedictorian. But you know, book sense and common sense ain't the same. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, did you all notice Lewis's stunt devil on the ladder? Because it was very much not the same person. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I checked I, out. I paused. Time. I rewound it and I paused it. And it did not look like the same human being. That's funny. No, I did not notice either. Notice. Huh. That's what they're relying on. They're relying on kids not paying attention to stuff like that. Because they are clumsy when it comes to to things like that. But also, he was just hanging off a ladder in front of a green screen. So I don't know why they would need another person. But it did he not was look still like hanging. Him. He was still hanging on something, I guess. He's not like he Jack Jackson where he does cliff. 93% of all of his stunts. Sorry. Hey, Mr. Jackson. <laughs> well, nobody else. I'm sorry. Else no, I'm sorry. When you said Jack Jackson, I'm like, that's the standard, honestly, <laughs> for a series finale. That movie was on point. It was so mm-hmm. good. It was such this... a good movie. Like, without even watching the show, you could right. like the famous Jet Jackson movie. But this movie, you needed the background of the family and of Lewis and Wren. And, because there was nothing else. The movie itself, there was nothing going on. It was, it was, it was uncomfortable island native people and, <laughs> and cultural events. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> there were other ways to do this. Yes. But they chose this yes. way. Yes. Like, reality TV is interesting. Being Australian on an island is interesting. That's but all they needed. They didn't need anything didn't else. Need, yeah, they didn't need it. And if they needed extra people, they could have had, like, castaways that had washed up ashore. Where were all those sailors, huh? I didn't see a sailor. So, I, you know, they, they made an intentional choice, but it didn't have to be this way. It looks like it's a small world. It keeps coming back. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're the world. <laughs> that, that ride needs to go. I, anyway. It was really bad. <laughs> it's a small world and, and Disney World, the... Jaleesa. The ride. Oh, okay. I'm it like, looks like. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it looks like how they portray the the island natives 
in that particular arrive. I'm just like, okay. That the room. And the- <laughs> I'm just so <laughs> oh, Why yeah. are the natives different? Did you guys notice that? What do you mean? They're all different. Some were Asian Pacific. Mm-hmm. Well, they explain that. They said yeah, that some were white, some were yeah, like literal <laughs> white people. So yeah. racial utopia. Yeah, they explained it was like native people who mixed with sailors. Oh, that's the story. That's yeah, the they explained it in the video. I thought it was supposed to be those people and also sailors. Okay, so Jasmine, that's why you said this is Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now it, it makes sense. That yeah. whole thing. That's kind of sad. Yeah. This this is unfortunate because it was a good show and this was a bad ending to the show. Um, yeah. So the Stevens trick, Tim, and they're on gotcha with what's-his-face from Full House, the uncle. Uncle Joey. No, who's not. Yeah, Uncle Joey. And... Um, it was funny when he was like, no, but Lewis fell. <laughs> I, d- I did think that was funny. <laughs> that was. But, uh, yeah, and then the end. <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay, so they're really going in on reality shows. Like, okay, here's the consequence of doing a show like this. But I don't know. If the production value was better and, like, the script was better, it could have really been something. It could have. You know, a real good commentary. You it know? was a waste. It was a waste of, of a movie and resources. Because, like I keep saying it, you had great actors here to work with. So, yeah. And then we get a great song at the end called Dream Vacation, um, where the cast is playing instruments and Ren is singing. And they do that over, like, bloopers. Dream um, the song- Vacation. <laughs> 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 and I'm having fun. I was not ready for Vacation. that. I wasn't either. I wasn't either. <laughs> Before we get to the 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 end, this dream vacation, why were they all super clean as they got on the plane? Did yeah. you notice that? Everybody was super clean in brand new clothing, the entire family. So they spent all of those days super dirty, and now the last day that they leave, they're super clean. I thought that was really awkward. I just assumed they went to the production side. Okay. Yeah. And, and finally bathed. Exactly. But I yes. Just, I just. But yeah, the mom had like a fresh blowout. It was weird. I was like, okay, y'all didn't just take a shower. Y'all got the whole shebang. I don't know. It was interesting. But that makes sense. I'd go with that too. On the production side, they got help, I guess. Okay. Or from Gotcha, right? Oh yeah. Or that. That's true. Okay, we can go back to the end. I know you guys like. Yeah, let's just get to the no, end of this. No, you're fine. <laughs> No, we jump around a lot too. But also that scene where Ren and Lewis are talking and um Lewis calls Jason over and then like falls backwards. I did that did make you laugh. He's so silly. That, la- that made me laugh too. Cause he, I was like, whoa, where'd you go? Right. I didn't think that was about to happen. So it just me either me. caught me off guard. And and I think that's probably why I like the show because it was stuff like that that caught me off guard a lot. Yeah. Um with Lewis. And it was something that my dad even liked. Um, Shia LaBeouf, so. <laughs> he was good at, like, physical really comedy. Yeah. He was. He was good. Yes, he was. Problematic That's person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I won't get into that. Yeah, I'll have no comment on that. Um, but yeah, he was good at physical comedy. That's why I like the Halloween episode. He's, like, running around in a penguin suit. <laughs> it's just funny. 
I kind of wish that the heartfelt convo between them was more. I think because I remember that they had it. And so, but I didn't remember what they said and it just felt very short. Maybe no one else <laughs> felt the same. Well, yeah, the very end. So, mm-hmm. really at the very end, they definitely, she just gave him a kiss, right? She gave him a kiss and will I see you again? She's like, maybe, right? Oh, I'm in between um, her and her brother. Oh, when they finally made up and agreed that they were playing the joke. Yeah. Um, on on the, the, the producer. Yeah, that was short-lived. Agreed. There's a lot of holes in this movie. So a lot of, yeah. We yeah. tried to fill them in. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Thank you for coming, Jaleesa, filling yeah. in some of those holes for us. Yeah, truly. You, you saved I, us. They should have hired you. <laughs> I might have created more holes. To oh, be honest, God. I asked other questions, you know? I'm like, did I create more, like, wondering, like, wait, that didn't happen. <laughs> they we were questions that. that needed to be asked. Yes. Because the script writers did not. <laughs> oh, because instead of talking about how gassy beans was, we could have had like some more conversations, okay. some more development. I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be like easy kid humor or something, but I mean, I wasn't that kind of kid that I I couldn't I didn't like beans as a kid, so beans was annoying to me watching the show as a kid. Well, that's the thing. They think that like if play is for kids, so we have to like automatically add fart jokes and like make everything silly, and it's just like. Because some adults no, think that stuff is funny. It's true. <laughs> I'm going to be silent on that, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. But yeah, it's, it, it, I guess. Maybe more of a balance. But yeah, I don't know about the conversation between them. Because again, I don't remember in the show if they ever had any heartfelt moments. I'm sure there were lessons learned at the end of every episode like they do. But I, I don't know. So, yeah, I guess they could have spent more time on it or just the whole family dynamic in general and maybe balance that more with the the show. And like um, Jalissa said, like uh, use it as a, a a tool for them to come together. So instead, it was just like, hey, we got him. And then we went right back to throwing dinner rolls at the across each other at the table, which, again, would never have flown in my house. We're not <laughs> wasting food like that. Who's wasting food like that? Who? They lost a whole ha- uh, half a bowl of salad in that fight. Because I look. <laughs> did you rewind? <laughs> this moment I didn't rewind. Okay. Just, but I thought about it. I said, no, let me just persevere. Not persevere. But to the- be fair, mm-hmm. when families are like this, they can make fight and make up a bazillion times and nothing will change. So yeah. it's kind of not unrealistic. Yeah. It just seemed like a weird ending. But maybe it's a fitting ending. I don't know. I don't maybe know maybe it makes sense. I would ha- I'm not going ever going back to watch the 65 episodes. So I'll never know. <laughs> but maybe I don't know. Maybe it did make sense with the show. I don't know. I mean the the band part made sense though. That was cute. For them to end with the song. I, I mean, it felt like a very, like, 2000s thing to have a singing thing in a movie. Yeah, it was a really bad song. They were trying to be vacation <laughs> all ever wanted. They were trying to get to that level. Yeah. They were. And, and they weren't, that didn't, it, the yeah, lyrics just, were bad, the music was bad. It was just all bad. I mean, that was one of, like, the plot points was them having a band 
Cause like, oh, I don't remember that. I had to go back and and do some research because I was like, make this make sense. But you know, they had the Alan Twitty project. Then, because they had a band, and then they broke off into factions. Alan Twitty had a project, and there was a Lewis Stevens experience with him and Tawny. And then they came together, and they were the Alan, re- the Twitty or Stevens connection. I remember this. Because they had the uh, Sacramento girl. Yeah. yeah, I remember this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. I like the whole memory. <laughs> But yeah, they had song because look, if there's one thing Disney's gonna do, it's gonna make a main character sing. Oh my god! Oh or my god! If they have talent or not, they said Christy Carlson Romano, you better get up there, sing. I mean, she could sing. sing better than Hillary Duff, so I mean, there's that. Oh. I mean, that ain't no secret, <laughs> <laughs> right, Jasmine? I didn't, I did not say that's anything hilarious. that we don't already know. But Hillary Duff have some bops though, even though Andrea ate them. Um, I I kind of I mean, come clean, an entire generational anthem. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let the rain fall. What? Tell okay, me what that song I liked about, that Jasmine. song. Thank I you, girl. That song. Thank no, you. Yes. all wrong. Yeah, because you I didn't really watch the beach right. though. So it's like tied up in. By the way, there there's a podcast. They're gonna go through all the episodes that has nothing to do with this. But anyway, that's my show. I'm about to watch it again. Just for comfort and nostalgia. But anyway, yeah, Hillary Duff has some bops. And I went back. Do y'all remember the Circle of Life thing they did? Where they yeah, I, wa- I watched that yeah. video not too long. It was like two weeks ago. <laughs> I watched both of the um, A Dream is a Win. <laughs> it's funny because Raven is holding down the whole song. Yes. Like without her, there is nothing. And then Annalise yes. Vanderpool can sing as well, but it's Raven 100%. And the funniest thing is when Ashley Tisdale comes up there and sings her little auto tune two lines. <laughs> I know they're looking at her like, girl, please. Oh, that's a great video. Because there's that one, and then they did the Circle of Life. But it yeah. has Chrissy singing something. Uh, I was going to say Lucy McGuire. Hillary Duff. Taj Maria. I said, now y'all had Taj Maria up here. And Orlando Brown was singing a tune. I said, now wait a minute, y'all. And he was doing a little. He said, mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, okay. Y'all, so y'all just, and AJ Troth is in there too. And I'm like, okay. They were all in there. It was it's a mess. Weird. This <laughs> is when I started falling out of love with Disney because it was like, these people don't have to sing. We don't, they, we do not have to make them sing. No one had to. But Raven. But Raven. That's, that's it. So yeah, it was interesting. So yeah, anyway. So I will say, and in terms of the show, like you said, Andre, you, you have to watch the show to make this make sense. You cannot just, this is not a standalone film. Not at all. Not at all. And I was disappointed because I, I was I thought it was gonna be pretty good. So are we done? Anybody else? Anything else? Okay. Uh that wraps up this discussion of the Even Stevens movie. As always, the oh, social wait a whoa, 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 whoa. We, we, we didn't, didn't do the... the we didn't rate the movie now. <laughs> what is going on, girl? We only took a week off. You're right. I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> everything at the bottom i'm so ready for this to be over i completely forgot i'm sitting here like now all right can't cringe moments uh-uh you gotta read that back hold on hold on you gotta pause and come back i forgot i was so ready for this to be over okay so do we have any cringe moments or feel good moments um i guess 
I think cringe moments was like the entire movie. I mentioned in the very beginning that it was just so many red flags and none of the family members said, you know what, we should get off this island or we shouldn't go to the island um, with the producer popping up like every three minutes to come save them. And then the mom pointing it out at the very end, like, hey, you know what? He would show up right now, but he didn't, right? So for me, that was a lot of a lot of cringing, a lot of red flags. That's it. I second that. Yeah, the whole movie was cringy. <laughs> yes, agree. All the cultural foolishness mm-hmm. and, and fake commentary and, and uh, I don't even know what the words I want to use. Yeah, stereotypes, uh, disrespect, uh, trying to fuse uh, multiple cultures together and talk about some some darn castaways and, and pirates and sailors. Girl, if you don't get out of my face. <laughs> so, yeah, no, all of it. All of it. Any feel good, though? The credits. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think. The nostalgia was just, I don't know, it's not necessarily feel good, but I did get a wave of nostalgia in the beginning of the movie and being like, oh, I remember this. I think that's about all I could supply. <laughs> I just remember Lewis being funny and um, it was like at the end, it was like, oh, I miss my brother. <laughs> As he terrorized uh, Ren, I was like, oh, <laughs> memories. <laughs> I love it. I'll back y'all up. The only feel-good moment I could say was in the beginning, seeing Lewis create that the chair. Like, okay, you know, even though he acts like an idiot, he's actually not an idiot. That was my <laughs> that was my feel-good moment. Like, okay, he's actually smart. I'm, I'm right. Kidding. I think you mentioned that earlier, Jasmine. You was like, out of all the things, you know, he could have. I don't know if that was you or or Randy who mentioned. Out of all the things, you know, he could have use his intelligence for good, but yeah, he just did dumb stuff. So that was my only feel good moment. Like, okay, he's actually intelligent. That's funny. Um, ratings? What's the scale? One to five. And five means good. Extremely good. Yes. We don't have to be extreme because you know the bar is low. The bar is low. <laughs> so. I mean, I probably would say which is what Jasmine, like a, we do decimal points too. So if it's oh, like, okay. yeah. Oh, 1. Point, oh, 1.5. There was just a lot of things that we pointed out as a group, as a whole with the green screen, um, just the setting, <laughs> everything. So I'd say like a 1.5 and uh, Jasmine mentioned the culture earlier. Yeah, definitely 1.5. Have we ever given a movie a zero? <laughs> yeah. Um, what did we give a zero? The movie. Oh, luckily Irish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that was a step more offensive than this one. Um, that was <laughs> I almost want to just give this a 0. 0.5. Can I give it a half? Yes. I think. Can. I think that they had something, and I think the whole reality TV portrayal is an interesting concept. As someone who also watches reality TV, and then then also sometimes feels conflicted of why do I watch this. When it's terrible and manipulative. Um, I think that was interesting. And I mean, obviously, the people had chemistry, which, again, wasted actors. But clearly, these people are able to act with one another in a way that feels very relatable and believable. And yet, this is what was given to them. I just I can only do a point five because all that stuff about the island that 
they lost the points for that one. So that's my rating. Jasmine. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with Brittany on this because I was about to be very generous today. And as we as we move forward in our conversation, I said, no, they don't deserve that. Um, I do enjoy the I think we've talked about the reality TV stuff. And I forgot to mention one of my probably the best line for me um, outside of the whole scene with the peanut and the, the mess with the squirrel. Uh, isn't like funny when it's not happening to you? I was like, oh. Well, that that that's it. <laughs> that is it. That's it. So, and still today, as Brittany said, with the characters and storylines, because we know reality TV is not real. But anyway, carry on. Don't want to break the fourth wall there or the the matrix that we're in. But anyway, so yeah. That beside that, and like Ren and Lewis going back and forth, because again, like we said in Hounded, Shia LaBeouf is wonderful, mm-hmm. and seeing him like that version of him again was like really nice and I was like man I forgot just how yep. talented he was yep. but again like you have these talented people and you give them this really subpar material it's like what was the point of them going to Hawaii for this like when then they go to Australia or something for uh, New Zealand for you wish you I said wish. no girl yeah. you could have yes. been down the street <laughs> truly <laughs> truly and I don't understand on a, at a studio somewhere so there was no point for that and yeah all the all the other just really disrespectful stuff I, so yeah I'm gonna go with those 0.5 as well yeah me too I I really had to work to watch this movie so <laughs> 0.5 also feels right that was okay. the other thing I could not pay attention to this Mm-mm, not like at all. I, I drifted off and I was like oh yeah I gotta make notes Exactly. Y'all know I have 10 pages. At least I had maybe a couple few bullet points this time. I said, girl, I don't know about (laughs) there's nothing happening. There was nothing. There were were like whole half an hour moments of just running around screaming. There was nothing happening with a squirrel With, with a squirrel. Like they were really relying on just antics. There's no plot at all. Um, so yeah. All right, I was about to end it again. Did I miss anything else? We good? Anybody else have anything to say? Okay. Now, this time, that wraps up this discussion of the Even Stevens movie. As always, all the socials, links, and notable mentions are in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.